What's up, everybody? Thanks for listening to Fathom and Friends podcast. I'm your host, Adam Tiller. I want to say thanks to everyone listening. As a reminder, please follow us on Instagram at FNFpod. Also follow our cartoon on Instagram at Beefcake and Butterball. Please share this podcast with a friend to help us reach new listeners. For all the content, go to adamtillercomedy.com. It's been a short ride, but man, it's been a crazy one. The shit we've seen and overcame and all of it has made us some hell of a bunch of kids. The stories for the ages of how the hell we got here. You can read it in the pages of receipts and tweets and poems that we left along the way. Every day is something new. I see the look on mama's face. I know this world is sick and it's twisted. The kids never listen. My prince in the system invents on a pistol. I never seen him use it, but he pulled it out a couple times. And that was Travis Thompson with the intro music. My guest today is a bikini barista and content creator from Everett, Washington. Her adult-rated content can be found at KatrinaXKane.com. I'm excited to welcome Katrina Kane. Hello. Thanks for coming on. I can. <laughs> Let me get you a little bit closer. Let's bring that mic a little bit. You can pull it your way. Gotcha. Yeah, just so that people can... Get all there we go yeah, yeah okay perfect. cool cool yeah thanks for coming on hell yeah yeah i'm excited to be here yeah it really should be fun excited to do this just a full disclaimer for anybody watching or listening <laughs> just from the front end here this is going to be uh a lot of discussion about a lot of different things so probably not the like pg version of this <laughs> podcast uh, there'll be some adult content discussed so if you don't want to listen to that or watch it Please just tune out now. But if you are watching us on YouTube, uh, hit that like button, subscribe, and uh, throw in a comment for Katrina or myself, and mm-hmm. and uh, let us know what you think of this episode throughout. But uh, thank you for coming on, I- Logan Cantrell, a friend of mine, <laughs> another comic recommended you, yeah, and yeah. I've been wanting to talk to somebody that is in this occupation and space. Um, how long have you been doing bikini barista stuff? Uh, yeah, it's been seven years now, almost Damn. eight. And you're caffeine free right now. This is like, you're on a detox for yeah, I am. It gets kind of crazy. I, uh, <laughs> during a shift, you just like, I don't know, the drinks are good. Like, I don't know, especially once you start making them for yourself for a long time, the drinks are really fucking good. So yeah. you just want to drink them all day. And what's your go-to? It's not smart. Um, in the mornings, I always drink a coffee. So, um, like, uh, I I'm like kind of difficult with my drinks. So I'll drink a cookie dough caramel macchiato. Um, that with is oat diff- milk. yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and an extra shot usually, but um, yeah, I usually kind of start the day off with that, and then by like the middle of the day, I'll drink like a Lotus Energy drink with like. Either like white peach, watermelon, something with white peach. It's usually really good. And I then, just tried the Lotus recently. Really? And yeah, they're good. Like they're they, so good. They taste really good. It's like clean tasting too. It's not it's as like so much better than battery acid. Yeah. Okay, Red Bull. Yeah, you guys <laughs> sell the shit out of Red Bull, right? Yeah, we do. We do a lot. But I personally, since Lotus has been a thing, I am way bigger fan of Lotus. But yeah. How heavy yeah. of a user are you, though, like in terms of like how many because you're detoxing right now. You mentioned <laughs> it before we started, like how much caffeine are you drinking a day? So much like it kind of gets to the point where like I'll drink so much coffee that I start like, oh, just one extra shot, oh, two extra shots, three. And then I'm like, ah, just for flavor, <laughs> I'll like I'll be like, never mind. I'll do like a, a white coffee shot, which is like semi-flavorless mm-hmm. um but like two and a half times the amount of caffeine yeah. as a regular shot so then i'll be like all right i'll just do three shots and a shot of white coffee in there and like so that's like five and a half caffeinated and, drinks yeah and like not even just that but like usually before i even have my morning coffee at work when i get there i just down two shots of white coffee so i can just get myself pumped up because Jesus. i usually have a line at 4 30 um so i'm just like i gotta get ready to get this rush and then as soon as i have a break from my rush i'll make my coffee okay so (laughs) how much of your like actual business is just straight like just coffees like there's nothing um and full disclosure like (laughs) we need to be from a legal standpoint we're going to talk in generalities at times you can be uh smart about (laughs) what all of this means but um, we're trying to protect our guests too, <laughs> but like, are there people that are just going for the drink and there's no, 
additional reason besides that? Like, um, yeah, like especially with where I work specifically, it's like, um, we definitely get like mostly men or bikini coffee customers, but we do get some like family friendly customers as well. Um, what so, is like, that dynamic like? It's pretty funny. Um, there's definitely a price difference. So we have two menus um, and we have like our family friendly menu and our like regular bikini coffee menu. Um, it's it's interesting because a lot of times, like especially women, they'll come in and they'll just be like, oh, I didn't know it was one of those stands. Yeah. Like, but I don't know. Uh, there's very few people that are just coming for the coffee. Like I, I wouldn't even say like 1% of people come just for coffee. It's so weird. Cause I, I didn't grow up here Yeah, and I've never heard of this in any other part of the country. Yeah. Like it's, I've heard of drive through like liquor stores in like Kentucky, yeah. but the bikini barista, I got up here. I was like, what the hell? And do you know why? it exists up here like what what about this region because it's it's the only place i know yeah um so just like a little fun history lesson i don't know why i have such knowledge about this but um basically like because we're just like heavy on coffee here obviously starbucks started here um washington's just always been very heavily on coffee drive-through coffee especially um and then, like, bikini stands were created, like, way back in the, like, mid-2000s, like, the, like, 2007-ish, like, 2005, seven, somewhere between there. Um, and it actually, I believe, started with a male bikini stand. Really? Yeah. But um, I don't think there's any left anymore. <laughs> but it started with male bikini stand. And then I think someone just kind of was like, huh. I bet this would be profitable with women. And they were not wrong. It was born. Yeah. And they were not wrong. Um, things were a lot different than they are now. Even like seven years ago when I started, things mm -hmm. are a lot different. How so? Um, one big thing, dress code. Like <laughs> it's definitely changed so much. Like back seven years ago, back then, like we were still literally just wearing like actual bikinis or wearing like a bra and like panties but like not like insane thongs and like pasties or like no pasties these days like it's just kind of like girls are just really in like something fishnet see-through like yeah. nothing else <laughs> is the i mean when you made the decision to work there like what was the appeal versus a starbucks like if you could have worked <laughs> I mean, the appeal was definitely money. Like yeah. I was 18. Um, I had been working at this restaurant since I was 15 and I got kicked out of my house one month into my senior year of high school. Mm -hmm. And I just really needed another job. Um, a friend of mine was working in bikini coffee and she just kind of was like, you should come work here. And I was like, honestly, I need the money. So I was like, yeah, fuck it. And I did my interview I started working there. I was like so shy at first. I would just wear like like cheeky panties and like like bralettes and stuff. Like it's so funny like where I started to like where I ended where I was just like literally in like a G-string and like pasties on. <laughs> and like how much like compared to like the job you had before, what was the difference in terms of financials? Uh, an insane amount. Um, I mean, I was just like hosting and I moved up to like waitressing at this family like ran restaurant making like nine forty nine. I think was the minimum wage at the time. Um, and like tips, which tips were good, but like they weren't like they were like good for like a like, you know, 15 to 18 year old <laughs> for sure. But no, I, at the bikini coffee stands, I mean, l realistically, people were at that time still just paying you just because you're like, like you look sexy. So like they would pay for their expensive drink and then they would tip like 20 to 50, sometimes like $100 and that's it. 
Wouldn't even ask for anything. In just like a three-minute transaction? Yeah. Damn. It was super quick, super busy all the time. Um, so like when you were that age, like what was like a big day financially? Ooh. Um, hmm. I feel like the most I ever made in a day, like probably back then, was probably like eight, nine hundred dollars in a day for just in what, tips. an eight hour shift or something. Not even <laughs> like these are like five hour shifts. God, that's wild. Yeah. But like that wasn't like all the time. My stand was very strict versus a lot of other stands um, back then. They still are. They're still around to this day. But there was 15 locations and now there's three um, because they're still running it the same way that they always have ran it. And uh, the times have changed. Yeah. <laughs> the times have changed a lot. Um, so money there was like fine until like other people were noticing that like, oh, if I go to this stand, well, she shows me something for some money, like, you know, for a little extra money. And so it just kind of started to dwindle down a little bit. And then I switched over to a different stand and, their rules were kind of pretty much the same and like it was busy, but not, not like, not like how it is now. Like yeah. it's so, it's so different. Like I feel like back then it was like busier, like you'd have more customers, but now I have like less customers, but I make more. Okay. So like today, mm -hmm. um, generally speaking, yeah. like if you were at like a great day is like eight to 900 bucks, like what could what have you heard at least of people making on a sh a comparable shift today oh oh my god like like if you heard like a, a really good day for a girl or today guy. these days i mean people who are making really good money these days so really? um like to be honest like a really fucking good shift to these days these days would be like Anywhere from a thousand to two thousand dollars in a shift. Damn. Yeah. Speaking of money, <laughs> uh, we did set up a Patreon for our <laughs> podcast. So if you do want to check this out and support us, it's patreon.com slash FNF pod. But God, two to three thousand dollars. That's and it's straight cash, right? Yeah, like it's there's just cash. Um mostly cash. We try to encourage our customers to bring cash. Um, especially because if you are tipping on card, most places, um, make you take your tips out of your till at the end of your shift. And like, if somebody wants to tip you like a hundred, 200, $300, it's there's like, not always that there's not always that to like pull out. Um, especially if it's multiple doing it. And I'm sure so, reporting reasons too, for people. Also, like yeah. Yes. <laughs> I've I've definitely worked at some places that did not want to uh, us to um ring in our tra can't cash transactions. Yeah. Um, you know, for whatever purpose they wanted us to do that for. So <laughs> for these those types of places like you we were talking ahead of time about Yeah. generally speaking these shows like yeah. there's two menus at these places that exist. Yeah. Um what what describe that for me? what a show um, is or what it encompasses for someone. So people will have, yeah, you're correct, a menu and then like a like secret menu as well. Um, typically people will have their prices for um, what they want to charge for someone to get flashed, whether it's like your boobs, your coochie, everything, whatever. Um, some people like charge to like for people to be able to jack off, like all of these things, people have their different prices. Um, but yeah, that's kind of like was a big thing that started slowing down all of these like competing coffee shops that had were like doing so well for a long time. Um, and now like you'll see those coffee shops that didn't conform to that typically like are either out of business now or like, have like little locations now at this point um what is like when <laughs> when somebody does order that off the menu yeah are there just cars behind them like just there's just a line of everybody's waiting for that person to finish 
Yeah. So, but shows are literally just a flash. So it's not like anything long. Mm-hmm. Um, and typically it's a very quick thing. Um, like people will uh, ask a girl for like, oh, if, do you do shows? Or they'll like ask if you have any specials or they'll just whatever code they want to say it in. Um, they'll ask and the girl kind of usually will tell them the price and then they usually just pay it like right there, like while they're paying for their drink. And then it's just like a quick flash of like five to 10 seconds and then just move on. But if somebody's like, paying for the like to get themselves off like does everybody just sit behind them waiting <laughs> um so one thing i will say like uh, like i said about these days versus back in the day things have definitely slowed down um so if you do have a line for some reason like i mean in the mornings it'll definitely be like super busy but usually it's like a car at a time like kind of thing not super often with like lines anymore but um typically if somebody wants to pay for that um girls i know will not want to miss out on that money so usually they'll just tell the customer to just like wrap back around and customers usually have no problem doing that um so like pretty much they'll just kind of just loop around the stand and just go behind the line and just come back what is okay so what's the appeal of this though like it's 4 30 in the morning (laughs) Like, I just can't understand, like, if I was going, I was on, where most of these people going to, on their way to work? Yeah. Um, So I will say a lot of, uh, oh my gosh, I almost said, um, I mean, I guess, I guess you said I can say, like, whatever. So, like, a lot of, like, guys um, work really early in the morning. Um, They usually, like, start at 5 or 5.36. So usually those are, like, guys that are coming by to get their coffee in the morning and they usually want like coffee and a treat of some sort. It, it's just such an aggressive way to start your day. <laughs> Isn't it? Like I, I mean, you had to like pound two white coffees. Like, are you mentally even like, I don't know, maybe I'm not like a morning sex person or whatever. Cause I know some people are for sure. They wake up. That's like the first, yeah. I just can't even, I can't even eat in the morning. I'm so like out of, my mind just still trying to wake up. Yeah. To be honest, like trying to think about it from the other end, I, (laughs) I mean, like, I think women are beautiful. I think they're sexy. I think women are hot, all that jazz. Would I be up that early to go and get flashed by a bikini barista and pay like $50? No, that's crazy. (laughs) I wouldn't, but then again, men think with their penises a lot more often than women think with their vaginas. So <laughs> I feel like for men, the appeal just comes from like, I think a lot of people, especially when they start coming to bikini stands, um, at first they're just like, oh, I heard this crazy thing. Like, you know, it's the mystique. Yeah. Or, yeah. And then they come by and then like, the more you talk to a girl, the more like open she gets. And oftentimes if a girl is doing shows, she'll at some point get comfortable with the customer enough to where she says something. Or if they already like know, like a friend goes by there and then they like want to experience it. Like, you know, word of mouth. And then just like, I don't know. It just people get addicted to it, I guess. Really? I, but typically it's a lot of older men. Usually that um, makes sense. So, like, I feel like a lot of those guys are either, like, guys with the wife at home where they're, like, just, you know, like, they're they're settled, they're old, they're, like, you know, they want to see something that excites them a little bit more these days or, like... It's just so crazy. They're, like, they're, they're doing that right before they go into their <laughs> professional environment. That's so... But to go, like, literally you know, two hours before or whatever, like they're in this meeting with a bunch of professionals, but right before work, they did this. I think also though, um, a thing like they probably think about or discuss maybe even is the fact that, I mean, their coworkers are probably also in my line, <laughs> you know, their boss is probably also in my line. That's like, so crazy. you know, so it's kind of like, I feel like people just are kind of, 
or also sometimes people like it because it is more discreet than like an online profile of something of some sort. Um, although there are guys that make Instagrams to follow us and stuff, but I know a lot of men that don't have any profiles. They just like try to keep your schedule like memorized. Um, if you have a consistent schedule and so they can like come and see you be more discreet also like in person for some reason just does it better for a lot of these men than uh like online it's like the edging thing too right yeah. where they're they're not cheating yeah but they're like getting very close and they they get to experience that temp i mean so they get addicted i mean are there people that you've heard of that just like have wasted their savings away chasing this a hundred percent i've i've even had like i mean just sex work in general wise like i've had people literally tell me that like they just spent their rent money on me <laughs> and how does that feel like is it honestly like <laughs> i don't feel bad because i'm like you did that you made that choice yeah. um it's a it's it's a weird business where it's like by nature it is somewhat parasitic where like mm -hmm. you rely on another person in order to get what well, but you're working mm -hmm. so yeah I'm it's like it's morally, like I'm it's challenging to deal with I feel like in the beginning I used to feel bad for some of these guys like that would just come by and like spend their last. Like literally just like not have enough money to like go and I don't know, do just stupid shit, like fill up their gas tank or like, or like get lunch at work today. Like they do like, <laughs> or just other, like, you know, I used to feel bad about things like that and people just not having finances for certain things. But nowadays I just, with how some, with how grimy most of these men are, I just don't feel bad anymore. <laughs> Do you, so have you found yourself in any threatening situations or like anything scary? Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, funny enough, uh, I've been followed home a couple of times, never like to my actual home because I'm, I pay attention. Yeah. Um, but I actually, the first time I ever got followed home, I actually wasn't even working at a bikini stand. I just was at one getting a drink um <laughs> yeah and like me and the girl are just like shooting the shit talking about like you know being bikini baristas and like yada yada and it was a guy at her other window he was still just sitting there waiting she's like is he still there and i was like yeah she goes or she's like did you need anything and he's like oh i just i just wanted another napkin and so then we think he leaves we're still just talking whatever and she gets a customer and i'm like boom i gotta go you know so i leave and like out of nowhere, I'm like in the, uh, in this lane and like the dude is behind me and I'm just like, or no, he was beside me actually. And he rolled down his window. Oh God, that's so creepy. And I was like, and I he's just, just rolled smiling, down my window and right? he's like, Hey, he was like, you know her? I was like, no, I was just getting coffee. Like we we're just chatting. He was like, Oh, like, it's like, you like girls like she does. I was like, uh, I just like, I'm just going to roll up my window, <laughs> like whatever. And I was, I was thinking like, I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt thinking like, maybe did I drop some, did something wrong with my car? Like, you know, maybe he like noticed and like, well, I'm sure you're no. somewhat desensitized too to like, you're around creepy people all the time. 100%. So you're like, oh, I'm going to just lean into this for a second. And yeah. oh, this is much worse than I thought. Yeah, hundred percent. It's, ugh. it's actually a problem sometimes because I'll be out at the bar sometimes and I'll start working and I'm like, stop, stop working. You're at the bar. Like you don't, you don't have to like, I, just cause like men will try to talk to you, try and buy you drinks, yada, yeah. yada. And then I always get into like, Katrina mode. I just like gotta like, all right, like let's get this guy to come to my coffee stand or let's get this guy to come to my strip club. Like mm -hmm. let's, and it's, uh, well, you, you know, do, you have only fans too, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I checked out some of your stuff. It's great work. Uh, <laughs> I, Thank you. Anybody, uh, anybody watching that's into that stuff. Um, make sure what's the, the link to it. It's, um, onlyfans.com slash Katrina X Kane. Yeah, and uh, follow her on Twitter too. Mm -hmm. um, 
does it like when you're doing all of that, does it create blurry lines for you personally? And like what you want, like is dating difficult? No, no, uh, no. Honestly, sex work has made dating way. Um, I just, it's made me raise my standards a lot higher. Um, also like for the past, like two years, I dated women that were, both sex workers as well. Um, so that was pretty beneficial. My current partner, um, he is completely like new to this. Like he's never like done sex work, never like dated someone who like was actively doing sex work at all. So um, I think for me, I just go straight in with like, <laughs> I just go straight in with like, I do porn. Like, so just letting you know, just straight like up. just straight into it. By the way, I I just realized, did that guy follow you all the way home? We just no, jumped over. Sorry. That. Yeah. Oh my gosh, my I have ADHD, so my brain will literally Same here. just boom. Um, like I just don't want anybody listening. Like, so what happened there? So uh, no, he ended up like hopping behind me. I'm in a turn lane, so like he ends up like last minute hopping behind me and that's when i was like all right this man's trying to follow me like i tried to like last minute turn to another lane and he would do it too so i ended up just driving to like this gas station that was by like a police station um and he just he didn't even that makes sense. yeah he just turned around so God, that's so creepy yeah right. but back to, porn. Uh, <laughs> back to porn <laughs> so your first date was somebody you just lay it out right away yeah i like i don't even usually let a first date happen before i like I'm usually very just public and open about it. Transparent. Like if I, whether I'm meeting someone from Twitter, Instagram or Tinder, like what's the other one that was new? Um, hinge. Hinge. Yeah. yeah. Like hinge. I'll like have in my profile. Like I like am a sex worker. So like you kind of, you know, you just kind of got to be okay with it. Um, some, well, not sometimes, but a lot of times I will get people that just are like, Oh, well, can I make a video with you? Like, but you like siphon through those ones. And um, eventually you can find someone who's just like, oh, yeah, that's fine. It's a job. It's mm -hmm. work. Like, because that's to me what it is. It's just work. What? Okay. What would be, in your opinion, the pro and con of dating somebody that's in that line of work? Um, If you happen to be a jealous person, I personally am not. And like, I try to date people that aren't as well um yeah like <laughs> dating someone that does porn or any type of sex work is not usually easy i know a lot of girls whose boyfriends do not like it and like i know a girl who told me recently that um she sent a nude to her boyfriend and he just like like didn't say anything didn't reply and then she was like um hello like and he was like well it just doesn't feel the same since you post it for everyone to see only fans I'm like, what? I would still While think, she's paying his like, rent, what? though. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's honestly, <laughs> there's a lot of girls that are like that. And I can't even lie. I've been there before as well. Mm -hmm. um, where, like, I've had exes where I was the breadwinner. <laughs> um, and just, like, dating a loser, pretty much. But now, yeah, I keep my standards pretty so high. So when you're dating a loser like that... <laughs> What is, what's the attraction usually? I've, I've always been curious about this with women that like, or just people in general where they're with somebody that like, they're just carrying so much of the weight. What is the appeal at least initially? I think, um, so with one of my like ex partners, um, my appeal to him was just like, we knew each other from high school and like we reconnected after high school um, is this Logan? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, we did not go to high school together at all. We actually, no, anyway, we're going to skip past that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> no, uh, one of my ex partners, um, he like, we went to high school together. So like, I remember him just being super sweet, all that yada, yada. I just like, we started reconnecting, kind of hooking up a little bit and just, from there, um, I don't know. We just started seeing each other, and it was fine at first. Um, but then, like, he was, like, working at Starbucks, and he was working part-time because he was in um, college full-time. Um, 
And so I guess my thought process was just kind of like, okay, like we like fell in really deep, really fast. So we were like planning our future together, yada, yada. And I was just thinking, okay, he's in school. Like he's trying to create a better future. Like he was always like top of, top of the class in like all throughout high school. This was an investment. So that, uh, yeah, I was, I was thinking of it kind of like that. Like also I just, I'm, I'm a very caring and loving person. And like one of my like love language is gift giving. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I feel like it just started with little things where like, I just like, Oh, I'll pay for dinner or like something. And he doesn't say no, you know, or something or like, let's split this. And like, he doesn't and say no. And PS fives like two weeks later. I literally bought him a brand new MacBook. Brand new. Damn. So for anybody listen, are you, you're not single right now. It's I just for any single. losers. On <laughs> I do not date losers anymore. I try to stay far away from. So them. was it, based in like a place of it felt like you were needed and it felt good to like provide for somebody and like not to get super Freudian but I feel like at first it felt really good like I just would like help out with some things sometimes but then it got to the point where like he was like 20 at the time and I was 22 Mm -hmm. so like I was buying weed for him all the time (laughs) and like then it got to the point where like he would he would like oh, I only have enough to like buy this really shitty weed. Like, and I just like didn't want to, one, it smells super bad. Like really shitty weed smells horrible too. Like, and I don't smoke weed. Mm -hmm. So like, and two, I just, you know, being a nice girlfriend, you're like, no, you want to get your boyfriend the best. You don't want to get a headache from that. Like, so I'd be like, oh, I'll just get him the like nice, like hundred something dollar, like fucking half ounces. And like, then it turned into me doing that. Like, every week and also like I was waitressing and stripping at the time and like taking some bikini shots uh bikini um shifts like in between as well and it turned into me paying our rent and then it turned into me paying a lot of our bills his gas like I have to this so it didn't work out no that guy must be sitting around and just like like I, I screwed up. Like I, I had it so good. No, he's probably doing fine. Cause his parents kind of give him everything he wants. Okay. So I'm sure He'll he's be doing good. fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> but back to only fans. Back to I, I do have just some general questions mm-hmm. about like, do you, I mean, being in this space, is there any like shame associated with that stuff? Like initially was there and, Do you feel weird about it at all or like long-term any concerns? I think like in the very beginning, I would like hide it from like my um, like family and like church friends (laughs) when I was going to church Um, in the very beginning, but slowly I just kind of stopped caring. And like, I got to the point where like, I really just don't care anymore. I personally, I really enjoy sex work. Um, I'd love to do porn full time. So I'm like, it's not shameful for me. And like my dad knows, like every, like pretty much everybody knows. They How just, does he feel about it? Um. Well, when I told him, he was silent on the phone for like three minutes. And then he was just like, <laughs> my phone's dying. I got to go and didn't talk to me for three months. So... Talk. Yeah, but recently I brought it up on the phone again, and he said, we already talked about that. We're past it. And I was like, we didn't talk about it. I just said it, and then you were like, Weird right, about I'm going to talk to you for three months. To, I mean, <laughs> I have to imagine, though, for a dad, that's like just there's a lot of emotion tied to it. I don't know. My I have an older sister, and she was stripping like for a long time, and like, mm-hmm lots of sex work things for a long time. Like she lived in Vegas like too. So So he should have been ready. Yeah. So (laughs) in my opinion, like I just kind of figured he'd be like just more nonchalant about it. Does he go to the other stands though? No, actually, you know, I don't even know. I don't know if my dad goes to bikini stands. I don't even want to think about that. (laughs) 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 But luckily we live very two different places, so I will not run into him if he does. God. That is so <laughs> weird. I hope not. I know, like, 
my cousins like used to go to like the strip club and I've definitely ran into them a couple of times. Um, I usually just like avoid them. That's, but yeah, that's super, my, my buddy and I went to one, I don't know, a couple of years ago and he ran into like his best friend's sister and it was, he was just like, Oh God, get a, like he grew up with her. Like, yeah. It's like, like his basically like, sister. like a sibling for him. Yeah. I feel like there's occasional stuff where like, Stuff like that will happen. I, um, the city I grew up in, I ended up working at a club over there. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> like, I definitely saw a lot of people from like high school or like teachers as well. And that one's the really funny one. Did you like work with them? Yeah. And what was it? Was it, the dialogue ever really like strange? Um, it's it's weird to think about someone like being that way that you like grew up being taught by. Um, but like money is money. And I always put on like my Katrina face when I go or Did back they then I was going by you, glamour though? actually. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Was it, what was it? What um, subject had they taught? Um, ooh, it was a substitute teacher. But he subbed all the time. So it was kind of like any class. Huh. Um, but And he was very, very well known in like my whole school district. And specifically like from like junior high to high school, like literally. Really? He was always at, at one of my schools. Like at least like once a day I would like see him. Do you still, um, does he still teach? Yeah. <laughs> yeah he still teaches and actually come to find out he actually had been like a regular at the strip club for a long time huh um and still is <laughs> i see him occasionally it's kind of weird to think like wow you used to teach me and now i'm on your lap <laughs> that's there's a lot yeah there's a I don't want to really unpack that if <laughs> no, that's okay. Yeah, me either. <laughs> for for the OnlyFans stuff, I did have like I haven't mm-hmm. ever shot porn. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> it's weird to say. A lot but, of people. <laughs> um, is there any like behind the scenes type like misconception or things you wouldn't think about that like when you were actually doing it um, inside baseball with shooting porn that would be interesting to hear? Um. To be honest, like, yeah, like people look at porn and they just like see this like 45 minutes to an hour like scene that's just like a girl just getting dogged the whole time. Right. It's not like that. It's it's not like that at all. It's like scenes are very like cut, like like literally very like, all right, do this position like for a second. Let's cut it. Let's go here. Like, all right, like he's he might bust. Let's give him a second. Let's uh lay the water, like, let's do this. Let's get into this really uncomfortable position that like nobody would ever fuck in. But it looks really good on camera. So like let's do that. It's so much like that. And then like if somebody does bust early, they usually just will like get a cum shot scene really quickly. And then you just go fix your makeup, blah, blah, blah. Most of these guys are like taking like performance enhancing pills so they're still hard and then you just keep going just keep going just put that at the end they don't do they like shoot into themselves so i've heard that there's like a injection viagra um never seen that i know some some people that like have done the shots and have done like enhancements to where they're just like now have massive dicks but wait there's actual physical enhancements there are are, yeah. Can you tell, like um, that it's enhanced? Uh, it not not necessarily. No, you can't it's really like tell. Filler, but, isn't it? Uh, I don't know exactly <laughs> what it is to be honest, but I just know some people that like definitely have gotten it done or gotten that. Yeah, it's just it's interesting. Honestly, it's just like, but that's the industry of porn. Like you have to like. Like, I mean, so many people, like, just feel like, especially these days still, like, it's, you have to have a huge penis, which is kind of why OnlyFans is nice, because, like, nowadays, like, you can, you can have, like, a small to average penis and, like, 
be fucking making hella money yeah. on OnlyFans. That's. I did have somebody ask, mm-hmm. um, friend. I don't know if they wanted to be named, so <laughs> I'll leave right. it. But um, interested in getting into creating like triple X content. Like, what advice or what does it take to get started creating it? And then, what advice do you have for establishing and maintaining boundaries with clients in like the sex work area? I guess those are two mm. questions, but. Mm. So equipment and boundaries. Hmm. I usually wouldn't answer these kind of questions, <laughs> but I will today. Um, <laughs> and if you don't want to, it's okay. Like no, it, I like, um, my thing is I just like people to pay me for information. So many people ask me all the time, like for free information on how to do sex work. It's like I had to learn for literally for myself by myself. Yeah. But I will say like client wise, like, or, um, depending on what type of sex work you're doing. Um, like me, I do a lot of trade work uh, with other content creators. Um, I'm really strict about who I'm creating with. So um, for safety purposes, like I always make sure I'm only creating with someone who is getting talent tested, which is a testing service um, for creators um, that can give you a verified Full board test. It's expensive. Um, here in Washington, it's two eighty five. Damn. Yeah, for a full board test. Um, and I only create with people that are going to do that. Um, and also, I only create with people that have some type of um, establishment. Like some, they they like are somebody like of some sort, like, or I have verified people that can tell me that they've worked with them and they're like a safe person of some sort. Um, a lot of times girls will just get into the OnlyFans thing and not know anything and just kind of start working with people. Um, and then that's how like STDs happen and like, not just that, but like you find out like people are just doing just crazy things or like um, women I've heard getting assaulted as well. Um, like during the act? Yeah, like, I mean, there's um, a lot of times these guys will get into like OnlyFans and stuff thinking like, hell yeah, I get to just fuck girls all the time. And like, so that's like what they'll do. But then they think also like, oh, we're off camera. Like, I'm gonna put the moves on her. And a lot of girls, or I mean, I guess people in general, um, some people just are too nervous to say something to where they're just like, oh, I don't wanna do that or something. And like, then you like end up like getting assaulted basically. Damn. Just, yeah. So I try to like really check people out, specifically men. really check them out to make sure like this is a good creator this is like someone who i trust um is there usually so it's it's, when you're shooting like that it's you the talent the person producing so like a camera operator so it depends on um it really depends because sometimes sometimes it's just you setting up a camera. Sometimes it's you setting up a camera and doing like your own like thing on your phone as well. Um, and then sometimes you're like full on production, like cameras everywhere, like, you know, going in, there's people in the room. Yeah. Like um so it's kinda it's kind of all over the place with how it is usually. Um, but if I am doing like trade work where it's just me and one other person, typically we like have a camera set up and then also have, um, like actually a lot of people have like two phones. So usually we'll have like two cameras set up and then like somebody's shooting like POV as well. So you can get Does both this shots. this resemble one of your setups at all? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually. Because yeah. everybody that comes in, they're like, it looks like we're about to shoot porn in here. <laughs> Yeah, basically things can definitely look a lot like this. Um, yeah, I've, it, it also is funny sometimes when like you're shooting a scene and somebody's like, especially somebody, you know, is filming for you. Um, and they just like, I think this one time, um, we were doing like this BDSM scene with, uh, my friend lethal and, um, my friend Lydia and, um, 
her ex-boyfriend now, but we're doing this scene and my friend Chris is like filming. And I think like <laughs> lethal just got like smacked so hard. And so Chris just looks and he goes, <laughs> and like, we just look over and she just starts like, <laughs> Oh my gosh. It's like, so it, it gets funny. Like sometimes like filming just like, that's why I'm like, it's it's not actually what people think all the time. No, there's that was so why I was curious. Is There's got to be like some funny, like a queef or like. Oh, a, like just so many funny things. Like even like um, my friend Lydia had um, this like mint in her mouth. These like fizzy mints that like make you like, like really salivate. Um, and she's like spinning on me. Right. And at one point she accidentally like spit the whole mint and it like hit me in the eye and i'm i'm like over here just like i'm always like the type of person where i like i don't want to ruin a scene just power through. i i, I just want to power through right <laughs> so i'm just like fuck it i'm like on this like sex swing and i'm just like all right and all right, it's, I'm it's, it's through. like alka-seltzer in your eye literally and i just had to at some point i was like all right guys i i was like i gotta stop it i was like this mint is in my eye and i like had to flush my eye out and then get back in the scene yeah <laughs> Where was that high school teacher with like the, the <laughs> eye washing station when you need him? Right? <laughs> That's so funny. Oh my gosh. Um, okay. Well, I want to be like cognizant of your time and stuff. Mm -hmm. Where can people find all your content online? Um, just, I know we mentioned your OnlyFans, but mm -hmm. like if people want to check out your stuff, they want to support you, where can they find that? Yeah. Um, KatrinaXKane.com has like all of my links to everything. Also, if you just look up Katrina Kane on Pornhub, you can find little samples of the videos that um, you can purchase on either OnlyFans or ManyVids. Um, literally, all of my social medias are all Katrina X Kane. Um, no smart. underscores, no extra E's, no nothing. Like it's all no backup accounts. So um, Katrina X Kane, anything. Hell yeah. And yeah. then I did want to just circle back to the bikini barista stuff. Of course. I had one follow-up question. It's just like, what is, so you said like, you know, the start of the secret menus, they mm -hmm. started like, you know, a simple flash. Yeah. Like, what does it escalate to? Like, what is the most excessive thing that you've heard of? Um, oh my gosh. Or like the, the most expensive thing on the, even the secret menu. The most expensive thing, uh, oof. okay. Um, that you've heard of. <laughs> <laughs> Back when I worked in Port Orchard, um, prices were a lot higher than, um, or not a lot higher, but like a little higher than they are I hear now. Um, and so, I mean, people were literally paying, gosh, like, or people were like doing like, oh my gosh, like, like $200 for like flashes. And then like, um, I personally will never let a customer touch me, but there are some girls that um, charge like $500 to like, just touch your boob. And like, <laughs> these people are paying it market is not good for this there's like also like pussy pops which i also will never do because i literally don't ever want to get a yeast infection like no like what the fuck i'm sorry just girls that do pussy pops like why would you want to give yourself a yeast infection but yeah where they I'm, like i'm a very sex positive person <laughs> there's some stuff where it's, it's not hygienic there's you know, guys uh, who like will want you to like pee or spit in their cup like they're like coffee yeah too and they pay like really ridiculous amounts of what, money for it too because i actually had a an ex who was friends with a girl that did this and she said it was like the guy was gonna pay her like three hundred dollars mm -hmm. to like shit in a cup yeah i've known i've known some people that definitely <laughs> definitely that, do I that too like, do you, how is that even you do it on command or is it like hey come back i'll text you when it's done or like i feel like for things like that um a lot of times customers will like pre like talk to you about it coordinate it yeah and then kind it, you of just come and like pick up your to go <laughs> well <laughs> i so, <laughs> yeah 
like it's, again, sex positive person, but that's really there's some extremes, extremes for sure. Um, things get even more extreme. Um, there's, I mean, like, what's the most expensive thing you've ever heard somebody pay for? Uh, I mean, sex. Yeah. Yeah. Like okay. sex at the stands or so it's actually at the stand, like they get into the stand. Yeah. People have definitely like, yeah, like specifically the location I'm actually at right now before was a full on bikini coffee stand. Like now we're like hybrid yeah. in the middle, but um, they were actually kicked off, which is a another reason why we're not allowed to be bikini at this location. But um they were just a drive through before and now we're a full coffee shop. Um, and they had like blacked out windows. It's huge in there. There's a couch in there. Yeah. Girls Damn. were definitely letting people inside and doing a lot of stuff. So, <laughs> Well, I appreciate you coming on Sharon. Like this was super fun and I'm sure like some people watching and listening enjoyed themselves. If you did listen to the episode and enjoy it uh, or watch us on YouTube, make sure to hit that like button, subscribe, uh, don't forget to hit the notifications bell so you don't miss our upcoming content. And then also, as I said earlier, we did set up a Patreon. If you want to support us, it helps a lot. It's patreon.com slash FNFpod. And as always, follow us on Instagram at, uh, at FNFpod. Too many things now. <laughs> Thank you, Katrina, for coming on. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we're going to leave you guys with Jaga. I just make the ways I don't write them. In my spirit as I write them Why you wanna walk and talk just like them I can't get caught up in all the hype and the excitement I just make the waves, I don't write them I can hear the lyrics in my spirit as I write them Why you wanna walk and talk just like them I can't get caught up in all the hype and the excitement Welcome to my wave pool, my wave pool Welcome to my wave pool, my wave pool Welcome to my wave pool, my wave pool Welcome to my wave pool, my wave pool. Welcome to my wave pool, my wave pool. Welcome to my wave pool. My